Today, we welcome sponsor Nokia back to the Tech Bytes podcast to discuss the value of streaming telemetry in a modern network. Now, polling with SNMP works, sort of, but it's not enough as network complexity increases and also as we move into networks with higher speed, more applications, and more sophisticated and complex electronics, we need to know more about what's happening. And so what we want to do is talk about the value of streaming telemetry and a bit on how Nokia's SR Linux, that's the network operating system that uh, Nokia has brought to the market, how it particularly enables the capabilities of streaming telemetry. Our guest today is Erwan James. He's a product line manager at Nokia. Erwan, let's just go straight into the topic. What is streaming telemetry and what is its value? Let's just set a baseline around that. So streaming telemetry is a mechanism to extract data from devices. It's meant to extract data efficiently, rapidly extract a large amounts of data and send them to multiple clients uh, efficiently. So I think the key thing here is that streaming telemetry is pushed from the device to the server. And that's a radically different to the way SNMP is polled by the server. But more importantly, you configure the device to send data as needed. And that's not necessarily... So there's a lot more emphasis on what the device has to do, right? Yeah, absolutely. So if you think about a device sending data to multiple clients, for instance, mm. a device can now batch send to multiple clients. So it needs to, needs to collect the data once locally on, on, on itself and send it to multiple clients versus responding to clients and multiple clients coming and requesting for the same amount of data. So from an efficiency standpoint, the device itself is able to manage uh, how and when it collects data based on its own workloads. Uh, and then send it to multiple clients at one go instead of having to respond to multiple clients asking for the same amount of data set. Right. There's a significant change there because now the NOS can actually decide, depending on available resources, memory, storage, CPU cycles, when to batch up the streaming telemetry and then to stream it out to the management system. Yeah, absolutely. And then that then ties into, it's able to do that at a slower pace if it's extremely busy based on its own application workload, as you mentioned, mm. but also it's able to do this very rapidly, right? So uh, one of the advantages of doing something like a uh, server to client method here, where the, the the server being the device, is that it can actually push changes as soon as the data changes, as you mentioned earlier. Mm. And so mm. you can get very rapid updates on certain amounts of your data set, because as soon as that data changes, as long as the device is able to send the data, it will send the data. And so you don't need to rely on polling or potentially, uh, you know, SNMP traps were kind of a mechanism to do this on some of the the paths inside the the, the devices uh, originally. Yeah. Uh, now you can do on-change streaming telemetry on essentially any state path, and that includes, you know, obviously your your operational state, but also your you know uh, statistical and uh, information like interface statistics and mm -hmm. and errors and so on and so forth. Yeah, can you provide a little bit more context on what you mean by streaming telemetry and what I'm getting that I might not get from SNMP? Yeah, so you, I mean, you're getting potentially the same data, except you're getting it more rapidly, more efficiently, and one of the the key drivers is actually more accurately. So SNMP uh, misses out on device device timestamping. So actually, when you receive data from um, an SNMP speaker, the the time in which you receive it is a time in which you uh, you potentially collect it and graph it and so on and so forth. And so if there's any sort of network delays between the clients, between the device, or between the, the, the client receiving the, the data, or if the device itself is busy in replying to a poll from an SNMP client, for instance, um, then that gets reflected in your data set. Whereas something like streaming telemetry, uh, you actually timestamp the data on the device itself before you're sending out to the client. And so if there's any network delay, if there's any queuing that happens in a network, if there's any delays on a device itself while it's doing its batching, that doesn't affect the actual granularity uh, and the accuracy of, uh, of the data being sent uh, from the device. 
So I'm getting a more accurate view of the actual device performance because of the way the data is being timestamped as opposed to when it's sent. Yeah, absolutely. And additionally, you're getting more granular data. So I think uh, it's it's well known that in, in an SNMP world, you're polling every second for interface statistics, for instance. You don't get sub-second accuracy. Uh, with something like streaming telemetry, uh, you can actually send data sub-second. If you do it on, on change, you, you are literally sending the data as soon as it changes. And so if you're having large amounts of data changing very quickly, you can actually send that large amount of data very quickly, timestamped to be accurate, such that your client can do something intelligent with the data. Mm. Right. And I think there's there's one example that I can think of is if you've got a failing SFP module, for example, that could be a high priority alert. But if you're streaming telemetry about how much data is flowing off the interface, you can just batch that up and dispatch it anytime in the next 60 seconds sort of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. So how did you address this with SR Linux? Because the, you know, one of the things I just talked about there was streaming telemetry could have high priority messages, low priority messages, could have um, short bursts of messages that are low bandwidth or low CPU or bulk messages where you're actually streaming flow records. There's a whole value chain of how the operating system for the device, in the case of Nokia, it's SR Linux. How does it do it better in this way? SR Linux was uh, built around the concept of streaming telemetry. And what I mean by that is that historically devices were uh, using MIBs as data models, they're using SNMP to extract data from them. And when streaming telemetry came to market as the kind of next generation technology to extract that data, oftentimes the mechanism in which they were able to put this onto the existing operating system was a bolt-on model. Mm -hmm. And so there was no underlying fundamental change in the network operating system. So all the mechanisms in network operating system itself used to collect its own data was still based around the concept of, you know, MIBs. It was still built around the concept of SNMP and they bolted on the streaming telemetry and these Yang data models on top of it. Where the problem lies in doing so is that you actually have and had a model where some of the data was accessible in streaming telemetry, but not all, right? As yeah. time yeah. went on, vendors were adding paths to Yang, adding streaming telemetry paths. So you had a model and you still do in fact have a model in a lot of operating systems where Yes, they claim support for streaming telemetry, but really have to sp stay within the, the, the bounds of what is accessible, which may not be the entire data set on the switch. And then secondly is the performance, right? Mm. So we talked about an, uh, the need to provide, you know, efficient, accurate, rapid, granular, sub-second uh, data. Well, this only works in a model where the operating system itself is able to collect that information efficiently and actually, you know, extract that information to the, uh, to the streaming telemetry client uh, in, in that mechanism. The moment you start bolting on a mechanism for the device to try and do this, you're, you're going to run into some issues in one of those areas. Maybe yeah, you're not as accurate, yeah. maybe you're not as granular, maybe you're not as efficient, but you can do it rapidly. And that's one of the things that we certainly found with the first generation of API-driven network operating systems was the API was just a copy of the CLI wrapped in, you know, uh, some sort of operand, you know, like curly, a square pointy brackets or something like that. But it was just the CLI. But really, that's the net, the world has moved on from there to make things like I really want my system telemetry data to give me much more detailed insights than SNMP could ever do it. Like the one that I'm thinking of is on change. If you make a change to the configuration, or if an interface goes up or down, you don't want to have to wait for the polling engine to come and fetch it. You need it to instantly drop up a signal and send off saying something changed. Yeah, absolutely. And you're going to think of other things like microburst detection, for instance, right? Mm -hmm. So when you're historically a SNMP, you're pulling every second the interface stats and you're, you're basically, that's how you're, that's how accurate your data set is going to be, but you miss a lot of data. And 
nowadays, you know, we talk a lot about chipsets and what they can perform and, and we talk a lot about microbursting. And so microbursting is something that you wouldn't necessarily be able to detect with SNMP where streaming telemetry on change, mm. as soon as that data set is changing, if you're dropping packets on a specific state leaf, or if you're you know, able to detect it in the operating system itself, then you can stream that out and you can detect those types of problems, which makes you allows you to make better decisions in terms of what hardware and what software you should be running on your in your data center switches. And I guess you can also add stuff to the API. You don't have to like SNMP, you don't have arcane ASN one notation adding stuff to the API. You can just add what you need, for example. Absolutely. Uh, and specifically SR Linux uses Yang data models. You know, the Yang model actually self-describes what it is. The XML field data set actually says this field does this and actually describes it. So when the server receives it, and this is the value of Yang and XML, is it's fully described and the server should know whether it should do something with it or not. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it just makes it easier for clients to manage the data. It makes it uh, uh, easier for clients to uh, parse the data and build that application that can actually make use of that data. So I've got a question, you know, uh, I, there's this, I guess, notion in operations and sort of visibility that more data is always better, but if uh, I don't have a way to consume that data, can contextualize it, extract value from it, it's just noise. So how are you addressing that in that I'm not just getting overwhelmed with information from a streaming telemetry option? Yeah, absolutely. So, and this is where fabric services systems come into play. So, you know, we talk about streaming telemetry and the ability to extract you know, highly accurate, rapid, efficient, and large amounts of data. Uh, but if you can't do anything useful with that large amounts of data, well, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of pointless, right? right? And so it really comes down to deciding whether or not your core business is dealing with large data sets. And if your core business is dealing with large data sets, you can potentially um, do some of your own, your own analytical information and analytics on the data to make decisions about your network and decisions about your business that relate to the network. Now, if your core business is not dealing with large amounts of data, then you want some piece of software to actually collect this large amounts of data. So make use of what's available from the technology standpoint in your new operating system uh, and make allows you to make better decisions and suggest decisions that should be made on your behalf based on this large amounts of uh, data that's collected. Mm. And so what we brought to the table with Fabric Services System is actually that client collector, right? So it's a piece of software that's able to extract these large amounts of data set. It's that piece of software that's able to store large amounts of data sets and additionally, it's that piece of data that's able to extract and bring up and visible to the operator uh, information from that large amount of data set so that they can then make easier and uh, better decisions with their network. So this is where Fabric Services System comes in. This is your uh, data center SDN intent controller that actually lets you create a data center network out of Nokia appli appliances running SR Linux. It's a tool that lets you, you consume streaming telemetry, right? Yeah, absolutely. So the entire, all the data we retrieve from uh, the devices uh, into the Fabric Services system is actually using streaming telemetry. So we don't use any CLI scraping. We don't use SNMP. The entirety of the data set that we're using uh, is coming from streaming telemetry. So all of your logs, all of your events, alarms, all of your uh, interface statistics, all of your observ observability data, that's all coming from streaming telemetry uh, from SR Linux into Fabric Services system and then uh, extracted for the user. Can you also support if I've already got, you know, some open source tools or some customized tools, can I uh, use those as targets for the streaming telemetry and, and analytics on top? Yeah, absolutely. So from, from an SR Linux standpoint, there's no restrictions in terms of what clients you use. We use GNMI as a protocol for streaming telemetry. Okay. Um, so what you'll need in that case is to have a collector, of course, a database to store the information, and then of course, the mechanisms to extract the data, whether it's visualize it or create some sort of events. 
Um, so you need various pieces of software to put it all together. Um, and like I said, from an SRLNIC standpoint, you know, it's uh, it's the standards based. It's uh, it's based on on the GNMI spec, and there's really nothing stopping you from using your own tooling to do so. Right, GNMI is one of these sort of emerging modern protocols for streaming telemetry or any kind of export of data to a collector. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's probably the the primary uh, and. I'm not sure of many others, to be honest, uh, stream telemetry <laughs> protocols out there. So uh, yeah. de facto default, uh, but it is it is uh, very much so used uh, more and more so in the industry today. And I think we'll see a, a larger adoption of GNMI as a whole mm. um, from from most most vendors today. So what I'm hearing is if I've set up my own analytics suite using open source or whatever tools, uh, I can be confident knowing that you speak GNMI that I can get it into my systems to then do the analysis, the visualization and so on, mm. if I don't want to use Fabric Services system. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's worth noting that there are a number of open source tools, but as I've <laughs> noticed, there are a number of ways you can actually stream <laughs> telemetry into open source tools, but it's a fair amount of work to keep those tools going and updated yeah, like, and, and structured and so forth. Yeah, exactly. And like I mentioned earlier, just coming back to my point about your core business, you know, it's one thing to stand up a set of tools in a lab to, to collect streaming telemetry, which I think I would encourage everyone to do, especially with uh, uh, our, you know, our public SR Linux container that's available um, for all to use. Uh, you can you can use these tools, you can use these various collectors, whether it be Telegraph or GNMIC, and you can use these databases like Prometheus and Grafana to graph it. And mm -hmm. this is very usable. Uh, but once you start collecting large amounts of data set and actually mm -hmm. to analyze these large amounts of data set, and, and this is where if your core business is not uh, to deal with this, and your core business is not to develop tools, and your core business is not to support <laughs> open source tools, then then this is where Fabric Services Systems comes into play, yeah, that's right? right? Yeah. Now that, well, I think I think that's the days of using open source to manage your networks, to some extent, maybe passing us by because the commercial tools are actually becoming viable compared to where we were. Remember years ago when network management tools were awful, and open source yeah. was actually better because in a way, does that make sense? Um, because, but I'm also thinking like we've done podcasts over the last six months where we've talked about how Fabric Services System is an intent based. Uses a model. The model gives you a digital sandbox where you can actually pre-validate all of your configurations. The Fabric Services Systems does all the configuration of the network. This streaming telemetry handling is just one part of that overall solution. You don't have to. It does all the other stuff as well. Yeah, absolutely. And actually, just tie it back to a digital sandbox. I think in our previous podcast, we talked about that digital twin mm. on a Fabric Services System called Digital Sandbox and how we were actually able to extract state from the real network to store that in digital sandbox in order to represent that in those lab environments, right? So you had an exact digital twin, including all the state. Now, the only mechanism way we can do this is actually by able to extract this data from the devices as efficiently and rapidly as possible and as accurately as possible, right? So you yeah. can kind of tie it all together from Fabric Services System yeah. perspective is that you, you, you're extracting that state. And how do you extract a state? Well, in our case, it's streaming telemetry. And I think the important part here is that this one tool is not only streaming telemetry, but also the configuration, the monitoring, the operational state and the configuration validation. It's also your audit and a whole bunch of other things as well. And wrapping that all together is is really the whole thing. Streaming telemetry is what we've talked about today, but Fabric Services System is sort of like the whole operational piece is, is the point I wanted to drag across. Yeah, absolutely correct, yeah. Well, unfortunately, that's just about all the time that we've got for today. Thanks very much to Erwan for joining us and thanks to Nokia for sponsoring today's show. We've got a bunch of links that you can go and follow. They're going to be in the show notes on the Packet Pushes website, but you can go to nokia.ly 
slash fabric dash services dash system where you can find out more about fabric services and you'll find a whole bunch of information there and there are more links there about the data center fabric solution if you're interested don't forget to look into our archives you can hear us talking with Owan and other people from the nokia team about their data center solution and the different angles that you might want to approach it as we said fabric services system not only takes in the streaming telemetry and does something useful with it you also does the configuration and the intent and the SDN and all those things that you want. As always, you can find this and many more fine free technical podcasts along with our community blog at packetpushes.net. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, rate us on LinkedIn, tell your friends because that helps us all staying around here. And remember that too much networking would never be enough.